I don't Tetris. actually like Ponyo. <laughs> Ponyo scares me a little wait, bit. Wait, how do you not like Ponyo, wait, they, Keisha? Wait, when Keisha? did they make a Kirby movie? I just don't like the movie. way she looks. No, she's I don't a like the way she looks. She's, she's, she's a little girl she's with a round tummy. She has fish features. Fish aren't cute. They're gross. Only for like a second. No, they're good. Keisha. She's a cute Grow little up. fish. It's for a lot of the movie. Pun for a she's, lot of the movie. She's a little fish with a round tummy, Keisha. And she likes Sosuke. Keisha, I mean, Keisha, did Ponyo, you, Ponyo. Keisha, don't you know, I need to, I feel like I need to mansplain Ponyo to you, because, like, I feel like you don't even, like, understand, the thing about Ponyo, is that Ponyo loves ham, and Ponyo loves Sasuke. Mm-hmm. But not the Sasuke you're thinking of. I still don't. I still don't Anya like the loves way Revolution. Yeah. <laughs> revolution. You, wait, are you hearing me, Keisha? Yeah, I hear you. I You're, still don't like the animation. Is Discord cutting out? I, I said Ponyo loves You don't like animation? Keisha, I'm gonna come to the computer and strangle you in real life. You remember how Jackson didn't like the way that soul looked? I don't. The whole movie? I just don't like the way Ponyo looks sometimes. But does Jamie Foxx <laughs> love ham in that movie? No. Ponyo does. Jamie Foxx loves a lot of other stuff in that movie. <laughs> Pizza. Yes. Walking. <laughs> the sun. Jazz. Ooh. He does. He does love jazz. Ponyo loves it jazz. It is valid to love ham. Ham is a part of life. Ponyo voice or love of jazz. Ponyo loves jazz. It's in the it's in the post That's not canonical. Ponyo loves <laughs> jazz. She, she and her dad see Bowie. Go to a jazz club and they oh meet God. Soul. He is C Bowie. I can't and see like that's who Twenty Two like, actually is. She's actually Ponyo. Ponyo. She goes to Earth and, and becomes Ponyo. And then Ponyo says, "Ponyo's like it's dying. It's a dying art, Mia. <laughs> and I, Ponyo, must save all of jazz <laughs> as a white man." And she I goes to LA life. to be an actress and she gives up on her dreams, but she's like happier. Yeah, she gives up on her she? dreams of becoming dun, dun, dun. a baker. <laughs> I'm There's trying a to weird make a joke. It's like of... La La Land, but it's Ponyo, and all I can think of is Pon Pon Land, and I don't think that's good. <laughs> Yo Yo Land. There's, there sure <gasps> are a lot Land. of Studio Ghibli movies that start with a somewhat interesting female lead and let you get about halfway through when the the sex man comes in, and whether that is Cat Returns or. <laughs> Uh, Ponyo or uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Hold, excuse it's me. A, excuse it's me, a hello, weird Dan. amount. Are you talking? Are you the sex man? Are you talking about Ponyo's father? Yes. <laughs> no, is that, no. Is that your sex man? Um. Yes. <laughs> and I'm shocked to, to even hear the question. <laughs> Who's that? Well, I don't sex man. I don't like the question and I won't answer it. What's funny is you had more of a reaction to that than you did to the cat returns. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that ship has sailed for me. It's just what's to be expected. <laughs> no. <laughs> let's rank man. let's rank the Studio Ghibli sex men. Okay. Yes. <laughs> That's um, the name of my new band. <laughs> Studio Ghibli Number Sex one, Man. the black ooey gooey boys from Howl's Moving Castle, obviously. Yes, first. Obviously, number That's one. That's my number one. The dog with a human nose, number two. Uh, the spider mm. boy in... Uh, That's Spirited Away, right? Where there's the spider guy in the furnace? I wouldn't say boy. Yeah. yeah. He's 
He's a man. He's a man for sure. Well, he's a sex man. He's a sex man, obviously. Elderly fellow. The frog who only wants gold. Yeah, that's a sex man. The dad who turns into a pig. Ooh, that's a good sex man. In pig form. Okay, no, like that scene where he's like choking on food and he's slowly becoming a pig and he like chokes on his own tongue and it's the the worst, the worst thing ever. Sex man. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna give an unironic one here. Uh, (laughs) The baker husband in Kiki's Delivery Service. Mm. No, you're right. Good sex man. Ooh, yeah, he he provides for his family. (laughs) He he obviously can get stuff done. Pregnant, pregnante wife. Um, and what those hands do, though? The yeah, husband strong. of the lady in a castle in the sky who, like, f- flexes his shirt off. Sex yes, oh, that was right, the, guy. the next dude I was yeah. about to say. <laughs> oh, yep, my yep, God. Yep, yep, uh-huh. We we are on the same wavelength. I'm so happy. The spirit just... god from <laughs> Princess Mononoke. Yep. Sex <laughs> The also, I don't understand how we're not discussing the Baron from The Cat Returns. Oh, the Baron. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were going to say, gonna gonna say the, the Porco Rosso. Oh, no. Yeah, that's oh, that was, yeah. that's too easy. <laughs> Mr. Mistopolis. I hadn't let myself <laughs> Mr. No. Skimbleshank the Railway <laughs> Cat, Adeline. Skimbleshank the Railway Cat. I'm talking about their son <laughs> that they have together, Mr. Mistopolis. When do the they have a son? Cat. He's named after one of his fathers. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. He's named after both of his fathers. Father. I guess Mistopheles is his last name, so I guess their son would still be named Mr. Mistopheles. Yeah, so get and, fucked, Jackson. And he My could also stands. And he could also be a railway cat, I suppose. So I guess that's yeah. fair. Hey, Tosh. Tune in on um, AM3 for the next installment of <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles, the Railway Cat. Tosh, would you believe that I created Vertigo having not seen The Cat Returns and I, then saw The Cat Returns and then freaked out a lot? Are you kidding me? Wait, what? Look at, look at this. No, I, I've I had seen it, The Cat Returns. I hadn't you seen didn't? the movie until... Until way after I came up with our character. Oh my fucking god! Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, in our other, really uh, it, if I can, if I can go ahead and plug our D and D podcast, Cosmonaut Tabletop, <laughs> uh, there is a character that I play named Vertigo, and he's dressed exactly like the Baron from The Cat Returns. However, I saw The Cat Returns probably a good sixteen months after creating my character. <laughs> Yeah, like is he is he a tabaxi? Even... No, he is a dragon. Okay, yeah, but, okay, but I, I mean, like down to like white suit and top yep. hat, like specifically, like yes. it is, yeah. it is scary. Really it is the swagger. It's a it's a good look. Yep. The cat returns. You have good style. The cat returns is an adaptation of the cat in the hat comes back, right? Yes. Okay, I just yeah. checking. I wanted to make sure I had that straight. Uh, so, hey, before we start the show in earnest, talking about God Kong, I'm just going to take a look at the chat because we have a lot of new friends. We've got we many got a new lot friends. Of people. We've got Walmart Greeter and Charlie Ruiz and Sanjeev Prague, which I am 80% sure I pronounced it correctly. Um, Sanjeev. Just lots of good it's friends French. in the chat talking about Saxmen. Is is Kong here? Uh, let's see. I haven't Can seen I Kong actually... in the chat. Did anybody invite he Kong? He RSVP'd. He said he was going to be here. 
I mean, speaking of Kong, if you haven't checked out our latest Twitter post, I put out a poll about who you think the best big boy is. And most people are voting for God. And it's making me mad. Wait, wait, wait. If you would. I thought Mothra would fucking walk away with that thing. Please go vote for our young boy. (laughs) Am I allowed to vote? Mothra. boy. Who just wants his family back. Monsters. Posthumously winning best big boy. (laughs) Mothra. (laughs) They are. Somebody. In the chat, they are screaming for for us to talk about cats. See, here's the thing. I, I would love to talk about cats. Yet. I have not watched a frame of cats. <laughs> I saw cats on Christmas Day in the movie theaters. Well, so, I've seen I cats twice. I don't watch cats by myself. I have to watch cats with a group of people I can scream with. And no one has invited me over to a group event to watch cats. So I've been sad by myself waiting for friends to invite me to watch cats with them. And no one has done it. My final movie I theater mean, experience I mean, the only time you COVID could watch... ...was uh, a screening of cats at the college campus I was at. Where it was oh You're quite rowdy. And it was wonderful it was so beautiful i wore my cat shirt and we all booed at idris elba every time he came on screen and (laughs) people gasped in shocked amazement every time he disappeared and made weird meow noises (laughs) and balked in horror at ian mckellen oh my god really good yeah see i haven't had an opportunity like that so i haven't watched the movie i'm not gonna watch cats by myself you fucking kidding me headquarter headquarter productions (laughs) you're breaking my heart my heart quarter productions voting for he's the big boy and he just wants his family and he just wants to protect people they keep saying that god wants to protect people god doesn't give a single fuck and we all know that oh yeah god don't he might care. give one. He's just doing his thing. He's a big old lizard, though. Millie Bobby Brown is like, oh, God loves us. He was our friend. God was never your friend, Millie Bobby Brown. I hate to break it to you. You're the worst part of this movie, and God is not your friend. Uh, so I'm going to hop in you here. You need to go watch yourself some crocodile hunter and get back to me, okay? No. <laughs> what? We can, you can appreciate the God. But don't muck with them is how Steve would always say it. Did Rest Steve Irwin Steve Irwin talk a lot about God? He did. Uh, no, but he talked about yeah, he'd be like him. Crocodile. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> With best friends him, would be on there all the time. Yeah. Um. What? Good. Boy. I would um, love to see Steve Irwin meet God the next reboot just saying uh so so hey uh, i'm just gonna hop in here and say hi what's up my name is jackson mcmurray hey what's up my name is um adeline mcmurray and i am uh on team kong i think kong and bella my are name- the best together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh my name is keisha rhodes and i'm gonna take team Gala for this round Whoa. what the keisha I'm gonna. I'm here to stir that pot, baby. If you, you guys can introduce yourself too, if you want. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hi. I'm Tosh, aka Tosh Draws. Whatever. Uh, I am Team G- till I die, Whoa. and I will not stand for any fake fans. To be. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. No. Uh, team G- Defo. 
I'm I'm Coda or Dan, and I'm Team Gravity, which really takes a backseat in this film. <laughs> yeah, it really does. <laughs> I didn't say what team I was on. You guys always come up with the bits after I do my. Gravity first one. is an anti-hero. Uh, what team are you on, Jackson? Jackson? You guys I'm start. Team, you okay, start look, the look, 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 look. I'm on Team Mechagodzilla, not only because he's cool, but also because I think he's <gasps> correct. On that note, spoilers for uh, potential spoilers <laughs> for this discussion. Yes, we are. We are spoiling. I, I this actually movie. am on. I'm on Team Mothra, but she's not in this movie. So I think <laughs> Mothra. I think Mothra is more correct than Mechagodzilla, but does not appear in the film. Um, <laughs> Mothra is the pure Mothra. embodiment of love. Uh, so hey, she and what about King Kong and his big doofy sad eyebrows, Keisha? <laughs> so yeah, and I just want to say for people I listening, I was just trying to stir the pot. <laughs> we will be spoil. <laughs> we will be spoiling this movie. We're going to talk about it in its entirety. It's available to everybody on HBO for free. I mean, for the price of the subscription to HBO. If you um, own HBO Max, <laughs> which is not free, right? But, but with this, it's not an extra fee like on Disney Plus. I think you can call HBO and just say, "I really want to watch it," and I think they just let you do <laughs> like that. A screener. Yeah, like as long as you just like or give them a if heads you up, like, "Yo, I'm gonna be watching God versus Kong." They're like, "Oh, in yeah, my, oh okay," it, at my home box office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if you go to Dan's Twitter and you're like. Hey, I really want to watch uh, Kong vs. God. Please, 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 please. And then he'll give you his password. That's what I did, and it worked. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep, yep. That's what I recommend. Wait, did you get Dan's HBO password? Yeah, I did. No, I have my oh. own. <laughs> I was like, we have one. Why didn't you ask us? Okay. Nah. <laughs> I use my own money for that ish. Got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this, <laughs> this. So I have a lot to say. Dan's HBO password is gonna turn into the fucking next national treasure. Like, I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence and also your HBO. Dan's HBO password. <laughs> I got I, in the next thirty days. I gotta see you. it. Guys, I was really disappointed at the Mecha Godzilla reveal. Um, I didn't know anything about it going in, but I did have a feeling about Mechagodzilla. I'm not <laughs> mm. not I trying to brag. A, a, he was uh, kind of the final frontier of these legendary Godzilla movies. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, wow. you go into this and you're like, obviously, it's not really Kong versus Godzilla. It's Kong versus Godzilla for like half the movie, and then they have a common enemy, right? Right. That's, right, that's right, how right. it always goes, that's even when it's not. Even when it's just yeah. a King Kong or just a Godzilla movie. They team up with the humans, and they fight the big... Yeah, whatever. Um, but I trust us to really... <laughs> I like at, at the moment that they reveal Mechagodzilla, I was just like, oh, that's extremely disappointing because... And, and I was pitching it um, to Jackie as I was watching it with her, and I said, what they should have done is because everybody's so confused as to why Godzilla is so angry and so mean... Um, at the beginning of this movie. And yes, you guys are 100% correct. He's not our friend. However, if he was our friend, <laughs> this would be really weird and out of character. But imagine this. You have all these unexplained attacks from Godzilla. Uh, you can kind of say like, oh, well, he's fighting because Kong and all these things. And then like halfway through the movie, you just see Kong like just really get a good hit on Godzilla. And then the camera 
just stays where it's at. Godzilla turns at the camera, and then you just see like fucking cyborg eye, and <laughs> and then just slowly <laughs> like the layers oh. just start to peel off, and it's just Mecha Godzilla underneath <laughs> a fake so skin. And then Godzilla the actually comes out. Oh my god, why didn't they do that? Why didn't they, they do that? I don't you know. Instead, instead of doing this Five Nights at Freddy's looking ass bullshit that they did. Instead, I hate no, the Mecha like Godzilla bionicle. That's what instead, he looks like. It's very <laughs> Robert Rodriguez y. Oh instead, god. they, they assert is. that Ghidorah is smarter than any AI because he has three heads. Yes, true. Uh, yeah. And therefore, Watch they're able to plug him into a robot. Oh god, don't, yeah. don't even get Ghidorah's skull that's smarter. Okay, I, 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 I want to do some Which sort of setup. Which is also like, oh, go ahead, Keisha. It's just not how ro- that's not how robots work. <laughs> no, They're like, yeah. we used the skull of this telepathic big boy, and so now our human can control robot. It's just that's just how it works. Yeah, well, apparently. Yeah, but you had to science. put the human inside the skull. <laughs> yes. Inside so the skull. Yes, yes, yes. Otherwise, Aesthetic, you know. That's where the brain goes, Dan. That's where the brain is. In a so room with no how. guards. That's where the guy goes. <laughs> In a room with no guards. Completely no separate from... <laughs> that Millie Bobby Brown yeah. and her stupid annoying friends can just crawl right into. Yeah, easily reachable from the sacrifice garage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sacrifice Garage. So, it's okay. next door, obviously. Sacrifice Garage is my favorite indie band. Um, <laughs> it really is. I oh, want to do you like Arctic Monkeys appearance in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh, what were right. you saying, Jackson? I'm going to jump in. I'm going to do sort of the thing that I like to do on the show, which is to just sort of tell the story of the movie, right? We've been we've been all in on these legendary kaiju movies on this podcast first one god 2013 14 we always 14. mess it up um, we still don't know gareth edwards yeah, nobody knows super fucking grounded gritty realistic take on god gareth edwards mm-hmm. may be the most talented vfx director in the game right now so good and making god feel real and huge and fucking scary as fuck but the thing about it is that that movie is also quite boring both of those yeah, things yes, are true yes, at the yes, same yes. time um, which, which one was this again you said 2013 yeah 2013 or 2014 okay because i don't think i've seen that one and i'm curious what you think of that one versus it's i think it time. is directorially great i think the special effects in it are phenomenal and i love the way feels in it i think the movie as a whole is pretty fucking boring (laughs) that's my take on it (laughs) she's dragon tails she is dragon the tail he is dragon tails um and then uh so this so (laughs) is produced by universal studios and at some point the the rights to god as a film franchise got bought out by Warner Brothers. Same Chinese production company, Legendary Pictures, is attached to all of these, but the American distribution is switching hands. And when... Chinese production company was my nickname in high school, also, fun fact. You did produce a lot in high school. Um, <laughs> but... Hmm. Anyway. The, so, so now that Warner Brothers has got... Uh, that's when they decide to retroactively make that... Got 
a movie, a franchise starter into this cinematic universe. In the single moment in history when everybody and their brother wanted a cinematic universe before all of them failed in one way or another, basically. Right. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And weirdly, the these kaiju movies have sort of become... Like, besides Marvel and DC, obviously, have basically become the only prospective cinematic universe that actually came to some sort of fruition. Um, oh, yeah. And so so their their first thing, Warner Brothers is like, okay, so here's our first spinoff of Godzilla leading up. They pretty much say up front, they're like, we're going to go Kong, we're going to go Godzilla 2, we're going to go Godzilla versus Kong. They say that in, like, 2015, whenever they're starting this whole thing. They come out with Kong Skull Island, which is a secret masterpiece that yes. nobody nobody likes Incredible but it's the best movie fu- ever um, fucking movie amazing. so good great movie kong skull nobody island nobody from that movie returned boy. fucks so hard kong skull island well, they're gang all old rise now. up um <laughs> big beautiful boy <laughs> but so they do that and he then they're like okay 2 boy. years later got to weird it's very cuz the thing i'm fascinated by the stylistic discrepancies between these four movies because i described what Godzilla feels like and Kong is less like that. It's a lot more stylized. It's a lot more colorful. It's a lot more sort of action heavy than it is just sort of like spectacle heavy, if that makes sense. There's a lot right. more like physical motion in Kong Skull Island than there is in Godzilla. Um, so that's that's what that movie kind of feels like. And then Godzilla yeah. 2 is very much riffing on the original Godzilla where all of the action is based very much around the scope and the size and like you know they move slow because they're these enormous creatures that take up real physical space you know um but that movie is also uh like super fucking dour and depressing and moody in a way that i think really kills the buzz for me um yeah (laughs) and it's just like what if we took like the idea of a disaster movie and we made it about climate change but like not actually about climate change just sort of used the extent like the aesthetics of climate change and just made you think about climate change the whole time you were watching it and to which i say and then we fix climate change at the end yeah to which i would say no thanks i'd rather not um (laughs) but so that's where we're at with that one uh, pretty bad. Nobody really likes it. Uh, but w- what's interesting about Godzilla versus Kong, what we're what we're ramping up to, this is sort of what they always knew they were ramping up to. This is sort of the culmination they've been looking for, um, mm-hmm. and is at least right now pretty much the end of this thing. They haven't announced any more sequels. They haven't announced any further continuations, any more kaiju movies from this this franchise. So the I th- next one is the Peach. Right, which I want yeah. to get into. Oh, into I want to get into on this episode, but I'm saving it for a very particular moment. I think I oh know which one God. you're talking about because I was also thinking about. That. Okay, so. Oh my God. Um, I'm very excited. The world is ending. So, um, but this we need. So I, I hope you know that both of you just told me that you both have loaded guns just now at the table that we're all sitting at. I hope you know that. So yes. That's just gonna, that's, yeah, that's how you make a movie interesting, Adeline. Um, yeah, you have a gun. Screenwriting 101, baby. Put it back on the mantle. Um, but, uh, which I just think is interesting because all of these movies have performed decently. But none yeah. of them have been runaway box office successes as of yet. So I think they're rightly, like, we kind of rode this thing out as long as we can. I don't know. Like, this isn't, this isn't growing. This is just sort of a stagnant 
line. Um, yeah. So it as of right now, it doesn't seem like they're making any more. This yeah. movie's doing pretty well, though, at least in context, because this is kind of the first movie that people are comfortable going to see in theaters. Like, we're at a point where a lot of people are getting vaccinated, and this movie is coming out at just the right time that it's like the first wave of people being comfortable stepping in that building again. And it's already grossing spectacularly more than any other movie basically that's come out during the pandemic. Like it really feels like a signal that's like, we're, we're popping back in here pretty much now. Um, So basically they're cheating. I mean, kind of, yeah, they're kind of cheating. I mean, I don't think they're cheating. I think they just got lucky. I think they just, they had this release date out for however long and it just happened to be (laughs) that particular moment that like one particular moment with this whole HBO Max deal where it's like, and now, now we got it. And like, it's the first like franchise blockbuster since Wonder Woman 1984. And before that, since... I forgot about that movie. Fucking Invisible Man, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, it's been so long since we've had, like, Which, a yeah. half-decent, like, franchise movie. And people are excited about it. People want to go in. Like, even if there's not that much goodwill for this franchise, they're just like, let me fucking see Godzilla v. Kong. I'll get back in that IMAX theater because I, I just got my second shot and yeah. I'll watch them beat the shit out of each other. And it's working pretty well yeah. for them so far. It's like when you eat something. That's exactly what I did to like deal with something terrible, and it's like the moment that you don't have to do that, or like you eat a half decent meal after eating gross food. It's like it's not that the meal is that much better, but purely because you just ate something so terrible, you're like, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, thank you, and just like it's like uh, the I don't know the relative uh, relative tastiness. Is, yes. Yeah. So my. <laughs> Just jumping into Godzilla versus Kong, I would say, before we kind of devolve, I would like to say my big thesis for this movie, like my opinion, is that all the stuff with the little girl and her mom and the researchers, like working with Kong and getting Kong so they can get the power source, is all super good. Like, I love what they're doing. I like the characters. I think they're very likable. I love watching Kong and Godzilla beat the shit out of each other i like making kong be sad i love that a (laughs) plus plus and then we get to the part where millie bobby brown and her dumb friends stumble through high security high-tech places with people walking around and nobody knows them and nobody notices them and they're just so unfunny and uncharming and so annoying and then they find mecha godzilla and then they do nothing and then they pour a drink on a half exploded computer <laughs> that whole thing and that saves F- the day. minus minus that's what we're yeah that's dead wife alcohol dude yes. yeah listen i destroy computer i i haven't been very vocal about it Mostly because if you get me started on this train, I will not shut up for the rest of the night. But as someone who used to work like Geek Squad, just basic computer repair, like just basic familiarity with computers, I cannot begin to tell you my list of grievances with all that shit in the mo- But like, yeah, the fuck it, the pouring alcohol on the supercomputer in particular was just like, God, I, 
I hate I hate yeah. everything and in the building that's already half exploded. That's what does it. Yeah, it's, it's like well, I, I would say that's like oh that's cinema sinzy, but like no, it took me out of it so much. So I was like, it's, all right, this is fucking yeah, stupid. No. And that's how they stop Mechagodzilla. Fuck you. Even though like, he's no, not like it. even like there's no reason to believe he's connected to that computer at all. Yeah. Like what does no, that computer even have to do with Mechagodzilla? Yeah, like the whole part where it fucking gets free. Nothing, I thought was kind of like oh okay. It's no longer a slave to the yeah. controls. I, oh my god! <laughs> no, it was. It that's was. what it was. Okay. In Mecha Godzilla. But that's also, it, it didn't make it. But it didn't make a difference anyway because he was all. It was already like controlling itself, and then King Kong just chopped him up with his little axe. He said, "Chopity chop chop." Yes. You're yeah. dead, I guess. Oh, and then he also ripped his head off. <laughs> and and did so, okay. that same thing, you know? I was worried he that, was gonna that eat king. It. You know that thing that God <laughs> does, where he'll like chew on the severed head, and so then like he shoots his fire breath through the head. It's he does that. Yes. Uh, but King yeah. Kong can't do that. Where, where Mecha Godzilla is trying to open up. God- mouth so that it can do that that part slaps that's, that's cool yeah, that it's so good because cool. it's like it's mm. trying to do the God thing and God was like fuck you <laughs> dude i am God, a motherfucker it's good i invented that <laughs> exactly. flash pal um to support your thesis i 100 percent agree and i feel like this movie was the best parts of skull island mixed with the worst parts of God. <laughs> that's a perfect like, assessment yes like the the group of explorers that are well intentioned but end up being steered wrongly by like a government agent or a corporation or people looking for power uh and then it's like you know it, it it's like you guys said earlier with the momentum of of the kong movie from skull island like mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of momentum behind it like right. and literally at a point where like there is actual like deathly momentum but right um and then with the thing it did still feel like it was just kind of the worst parts of it where it's like how is it okay that people can just kind of move around wherever they want um while the city just basically takes a beating and you just watch this whole place degrade with time (laughs) right um so like whereas like king kong is like watching a, a a bulldozer at a like you know monster truck rally whereas is like watching a really sad time lapse of like a city slowly just disintegrating. Right. Uh, both are fine. I'm not saying <laughs> Which one's are better good than for the different other. Reasons. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it's like you were saying. Like, I mean, they're like completely different styles. So like the f- and when they come together, and you're just like Kong is not supposed to be that big, and Godzilla is not supposed to be that small, and what is happening? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just I I have. <laughs> I had no idea going into this movie what relative sizes were going to look like. Right. I knew I was going to be confused no matter what. <laughs> and I was still confused more than I was expecting to be. Because he's big I guess now. That's he wasn't as big in Kong Skull Island because he was a uh, horny teen. And now he's, he's a, a full grown yeah. man. And he's got reading there glasses. Is a, there is that throwaway line. He's an old man beard. I, yes. I forgot yeah. there was that throwaway Brie line Larson. on the boat. Yeah. Like, oh, he got bigger. <laughs> he did get bigger. <laughs> he got bigger. bigger. There's also a throwaway line in Kong Skull Island where they're yeah. like, he's yeah. still little, so we don't know how. 
how big he'll get.
you could keep the same story. I think you could keep the same generalized plot. I think you could keep the same characters, the same events, the same settings. I think you do away with every line of dialogue that the people have, and you just rejigger it so that it's a little bit more expressive and you cut most of the stuff that they actually do out. God. Obviously, Millie Bobby Brown and company do not do anything in the movie <laughs> literally at all. They do not exist in the movie anymore. And I think you... <laughs> Thank if, God. If you cut out a lot of the stuff with Rebecca Hall and Alexander Skarsgård, I think that That's you are that left with a story that has four agencies sort of for four characters quote unquote but none of them function as typical characters they're just sort of agents of action <laughs> in the same way that kong and God already are in this movie they're not people they're not characters they don't necessarily have like motivations in the same way that a human character does i think if you treat the people trying to like the good guys and the like evil corporate bad guys making mecha godzilla in the same way that you treat godzilla and kong like don't try to narrow in on specific individual characters don't try to try to like you know manufacture explanations and emotion and like individualized character beats just present them as an organization as sort of like a, a faceless agency i think this movie works just as a generalized idea in that way, you know? We would talked yeah. about in our Godzilla episode about a line from a review that David Ehrlich wrote about the first Godzilla movie and how it registers as a post-human blockbuster. <laughs> and I think that that is what this could be. I think if you strip the humanity away from it and treat the humans like animals sort of as just sort of a broadly drawn vague you know set of events within this like big primal animalistic conflict that's what i would want to do that would be my pitch that would actually be yeah. so i think that's very galaxy brained art house that the world is just not ready for. <laughs> I didn't say anybody would let me make I it. I don't know. I, mean, I was just yeah. saying that that's what I would do. I, <laughs> okay. okay, first of all, exception proving the rule, I did like the King Kong communicating, actually having basically lines with uh, yeah. sign right. language. I did mm -hmm. like that. Uh, it did not have the same effect as the, the Pokemon movie remake where Pikachu talks. <laughs> it did not do that. Is that um, what you're talking about the Netflix one? <laughs> Yeah, it's I haven't seen it. God, I need to know. I didn't Wait, know does he talk he about it? Yeah. Oh, uh, oh my God. We um, maybe we skip over a few and we do that one with Tabby next. Only real fans. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, only fans. Uh, <laughs> but you know, if if you're just like if you're willing to water down your idea a little bit, I really feel like look at simplistic movies like iron giant and then look at how the military works in that one like right if apex mm -hmm. industries worked the same way that like the military in iron giant worked it would right. be very simple animalistic that's kind like, of exactly single-minded I mean. yeah and that would be great yeah i see exactly what you mean i think that would be perfect uh i don't I i'm so sick of every jurassic park and every godzilla and everything having the same exact plot i i obviously understand taking a billionaire CEO and making them the villain 
And I'm not asking them to make a hero out of one of them because that would be an oxymoron. <laughs> but it would be nice for a change up, you know, like, I don't know, maybe have like the scientist be the bad guy for once or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, but no, it's always motivated by money and it's always motivated by testosterone. And half the time you're and it's always one individual a powerful woman anyway. Yeah. Right. So like <laughs> it's it, it's I the whole Godzilla portion of this movie left me wanting. However, yeah. that mm -hmm. everything Kong was it was just mm, so stupid kiss. and kiss. so good. <laughs> it was the right kind of stupid. Right. They, I don't know why whoever had the axe before Kong decided to leave the axe next to the axe hole. Uh, that's kind of like <laughs> leaving the launch codes to the new axe yeah. <laughs> and then they basically leave was, the no, launch the codes to the nuclear device next to the nuclear device which is i, I don't the know why the axe was in, was in a rock skull. next to the p slot where the rock where the axe goes yeah. and then it makes a picture of god <laughs> and then if you if you take a little bit of the water from the picture of god the planet mm -hmm. explodes, but not really. <laughs> well, because, yeah, that's the thing, right? No, Hollow the planet Earth doesn't explode. They get in. the power, they get the source to control Mechagodzilla, and then Mechagodzilla's <laughs> no, got the that thing. little rock so power. So they that energy source, so they go and they get that energy source, and basically what they do is they turn it into an MP3 wave yeah. file, yes, and then yes, they yes. email it back home, and, that then was they the missing make, piece. and then they just make it, and then they right. just make Some it rock there juice. for Mechagodzilla. Because yeah. that's uh, the thing, also, like, in this movie where everybody's constantly just blasting exposition at you all the time trying to explain things that will never make sense because they don't need to like you're in that mindset of being like they're trying to make this make sense and then you show up in the middle of the hollow earth and there's a throne there where Kong picks up a staff through which he I guess like rightfully rules middle earth or whatever and instantly it makes you be like what the fuck it's that is flat a, earth like like what is that like what does that mean who made that why is it here what's going on no 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 no. you're not getting I don't it care. But, because, but exactly but because like home. if you're because like home. oh we don't explain any of this we're just taking you along for the ride if nothing is explained if you're just seeing things maybe if there isn't even any dialogue like i think would be cool you just yeah. accept it. You'd be like, "That's weird and interesting," and that's part All of it is that we don't know. Would yeah, be bizarre in a good way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it should be an oddity. It's a monster a... movie. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you want, may I, may I, may I speak to a few things that I found uh, a little off-putting about this flick? Yeah. Are you going to talk about how they killed the, just, the native people off-screen? <laughs> Well, I did want to talk about that because that is gross um, <laughs> right. that they were like, yeah, we had all of these indigenous people and we didn't treat them very well in our first movie. So we figured we'd just kill all of them off and off the screen, ones yes. that we leave behind can't we'll just keep speak. one cute one. Right. Yeah. Not even one cute related. one that says no words. Not to say that sign language isn't a language, but I do find it a little off-putting that they're still like, yeah. you know, you brown little girl, we're going to give you only one, who one can thin talk to the, yeah. It was also American sign language. She's the only one who can talk to Which Kong. is not the only form of they sign give language, her, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes. They give her a little leather band to show that she's native <laughs> right. or indigenous or not white. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of not my fave thing. But then also they have Millie Bobby Brown's team be like 
very into conspiracy theories for some reason, which right. in a yeah. post-COVID QAnon world mm. is not something I want the hero of the story to be super right. into. The scene where like they, they compare drinking tap water yeah. to being a Nazi. They're like, the fluoride makes you weak. You shouldn't yeah, be drinking I, tap water. I really would have liked <laughs> if Millie like looked to Josh after like saying that and be like, don't worry, I'm just telling him what he wants to hear. Or something like that would have been nice. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're no. trying to they're trying to simultaneously play goofy conspiracy theories for jokes while also also having them be right about everything that's important, yeah, <laughs> you know, not, which is yeah. like you can't yeah, do yeah. at the same time. <laughs> yeah, where it's like he's right, but he's also spewing other just stupid, crazy nonsense. Is that right? Also, where they get to the place, they're like, "Oh, this is built by lizard people." Anyway, it's like, "Haha!" But you can't, you can't just throw that in there when you've been right yeah. the whole time. You know, it's stupid. Right. It's bad. Say he was them. literally bathing in bleach or something. What the. F- Fuck. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's yes. how I find him. Hey guys, don't <laughs> That's don't how I do find that. him. Don't do that. <laughs> just a quick oh, PSA. Yeah, yeah, just don't do we, do we do want that. a quick disclaimer? Uh, I'll do the disclaimer real quick. Um, no Nerds Allowed podcast does not condone using bleach for anything other than cleaning products and in no way should you put it in contact with your body. Thank you. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, you know, tap water is probably you- fine to drink. <laughs> No, I learned this the other day. Did Probably. you know when you, like, get your hair dyed and you take a shower, they're like, don't pee in the shower. And they're like, haha, whatever. But no, the bleach from your hair and the pee that you mm. pee into the shower, shower makes mustard gas. The and ammonia. You kill God, yourself I that way. Right. That. Holy shit, yeah. Wow. Crazy. Crazy shit. Um, um, but yeah, and it's wow. one of those things where it's like, and you know, it's it's an interesting thing because it doesn't, like you know, take away from the messaging of the movie and the impact it does have, but you have to remember, like, it was written like, three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, but they it couldn't is, have, they it's couldn't just have known, sh- but, like, now we don't I know, want that. I, it's just weird. <laughs> it's just it, it a strange weird. way to, like, frame your protagonist, especially since that's not what her character is like at all in the no. King, King of oh, Monsters movie. No. Well, she's like she's just a kid. Yeah, she's just yeah, a kid. Which is fair, but like, I don't know why your mom dying from a thing that giant monsters caused would make you be like, I'm team God all the way um he's responsible for half the deaths in my family but i know that he's good and it's it's the government that's framing him this way (laughs) it's just a weird take it's a weird way to frame this this movie was josh in the other movie was he in king of the monsters her friend that she steals the car from no no like she has no friends is it just me or did they literally just watch spider-man homecoming and take spider-man's friend and isn't that literally exactly what they did like that part where he starts hacking into the computer even though we have never established that he does anything with technology yeah. doesn't just seem to me like they just ripped off that character and said nothing is it yeah. just me i'm happy to see julian dennison yeah. kicking around because there are yeah, a lot of like funny cool. child actors like that who hit puberty and disappear so yeah. I'm just, you know, because he's the kid from Hunt for the Wilder People and Deadpool 2. And um, I mean, those are pretty much. Yeah, he's two, got a great accent. Yeah, he's uh, a little more funny, though. Um, oh, no, no parts. No, not funny in this movie. No, That's at the beginning, there was a line that I laughed at when he was first picking Millie Bobby Brown up. 
but I can't remember what it was now. <laughs> did but you guys, I did laugh. She says it was that funny. I should drink bleach. Is it that part? <laughs> no. Did you, did no. you like the Did you like the part where um, he's annoyed at listening to the podcast, so he grabs the steering wheel and tries to swerve the car yeah. with yeah. no explanation? I did that all the time. Okay. So I want to say, did he podcast. think that was the radio? If you don't like the podcast, to just turn it off. Remember, just turn it yeah. off. <laughs> don't do also, anything. Also, where else. did they get that truck from? His brother. Why did they have that thing? He mentioned it's his brother's uh, old van. Yeah, like, movie. News van? Question. He mentioned that they took it I from guess, his brother. But there's so much stuff in there. Yeah. Everybody in this movie has but off-screen family that, that matters a lot. <laughs> a lot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Including Kong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Kong yeah. and Godzilla. Oh, sad boy. Okay. Um, we, okay. Yeah, where's yeah. Godzilla's family? We can talk about how many sad boy moments there are with King Kong. The part when they get to the Arctic and you're like, oh no, King Kong's going to be cold <laughs> and sad. And then he doesn't want to go underground. And it's just that shot of him just like looking at the frozen tundra and just being like, Oh no, I don't want to be up here. It's just like, no, <laughs> Kong, it's okay. You know, He's when so they're sad. when they're shipping him out from the island on actual ships and then that's the thought immediately occurs to you, which is why didn't they just use like some other trillion dollar technology since this is run by Apex <laughs> anyway? Right. Or yeah, why yeah. didn't they just fly him and then f- 15 minutes later they're like, "Can we fly him?" And then you're just like, wow, cool. I'm smarter than these people. That's great. Okay, but, um, but when he's on the, the ship and God is like going for the ship and he flips yeah. the ship upside down yeah. and he's like still chained God, to it. Fuck and yeah. Oh, the, like the Evangelion scene. The, it's tight as hell though. It's so good. I liked some of that, but then they kept cutting away <laughs> to the people not dying. And I was just like, how are you alive? Um, yeah, they're like, we're upside down in the water. That shot in that fight where King Kong just fucking punches Godzilla in the face like he's yeah. fucking Donkey yeah. Kong. It's yeah. the yeah. coolest shit ever. It's so good. I, I feel... But I was too distracted by the similar size. <laughs> I feel like that whole scene on the ships before they're like, okay, fine, I guess we'll actually fly him now. But like, I feel like that whole thing was really just an excuse for the shot of the two of them standing on an aircraft carrier and fighting, because I look at that as like a, an artist and concept artist in like game and games and stuff, like doing that kind of shit. Like that is very much. You look at that and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, that was one of the early concept art pieces that they just did to kind of pitch the feel of the movie. And then they're like, we really right. want to keep this. Like, well, yeah, because it fucking kicks ass. Yeah. Why wouldn't it's you? Keep it? So good. Cool. it was funny. I just, uh, I'm e- laughing when you're like, okay, yeah. So that was the exact, exact shot and angle that they they drew. Like this that from. shot. You're like, okay. oh, that was a picture. Yeah. And then we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like when you yeah. can just tell, it's very funny. This movie's biggest problem is reverse engineering because there are so many cool shots, and then they're like, oh. eh, "How do we get there though?" Uh, Kong's on a on a boat because um, he's got to get to Antarctica. Yeah, we gotta get him places. <laughs> yeah. we, he's got to be there. That's it's just we know that <laughs> he's, he's got to be in Antarctica. I feel like that problem yeah. spreads to more than just the shots and such in the movie. It really to more of just the plot in general, uh, where you're just like. It's you, really funny. Yes, you could tell absolutely. what they were wanting to do, and like certain cool key moments. They're like, "Well, we really want to have this or this fight," and they just kind of ham-fisted getting there. 
it's like, all right, it's fine. Whatever. You guys are having fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're all having fun yeah. here. It's okay. We're all having fun. We had a lot of fun here today. I, but let I me talk to, to you a moment about the hollow earth and gravity. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate to break it to everyone. This is another War for the Planet of the Apes movie moment where I did Google if gorillas can swim and they cannot. So, <laughs> Oh, so it's uh, accurate. But King Kong's not a gorilla. It is a bad movie because, you know. He's, he's not a wait, gorilla, though. But he couldn't swim. He sank. He did well, sink. He no, he sank because Godzilla's wrapped all around him. He was very much going to drown, Adeline. He could not swim. Well... No, but then he gets back up onto the if boat. If he couldn't swim, himself. he wouldn't have been able to surface again after well, he got free of Godzilla. How are we defining yeah, swimming? I don't know. Moving in <laughs> the water with yeah. purpose. Butterfly stroke, uh, <laughs> yeah. backstroke. Um, I want to talk. But can gorillas pick ahead, up whole Jesus. trees and carve them into a spear with one hand and then throw them into their. Like a have what, you force that video? field Have dome? you seen that video? Wait, of let me Google the, it. I think it's an orangutan of like literally making tools out of a tree in order to like break open a log to get the ants out of it. Have you seen that video? <laughs> no, it sounds sick though. It's fucking Maybe wild. not that. So I'm gonna go ahead and say video. yes, a gorilla could do that. <laughs> well, I'm saying Kong is not a gorilla. He's King Kong. He's his own That's species. Yes, he's Otherwise, Titanus they call him <laughs> Titanus Kongus. You know him well. okay, so he guys... might be able to swim. Okay, so in the title crawl, you do have like I think it is Titanus Kongus or Titanus Kong or whatever I think it's is Titanus like Kong, what he's yeah. classified under. Kongula. In Donkey Kong sixty four. Every time that yes. you get a power up or something like that, uh, when from uh, Cranky Kong, you actually like for some like there's like a little clip of your character doing his like new ability, like the ground pound or whatever. But each time they give you the name of like you know butt bash or ground slam or whatever. But then they also in parentheses give a Latin oh name my for God, it. I remember that. So I immediately when seeing Titanus Kong, I was just <laughs> imagining like, Kong Kong just imagine the DK crew. <laughs> it's just <laughs> oh my God. Yep. <laughs> so I want to talk. I really like in all of these movies that they have sort of the same opening titled sequence. Which I just think is really good. I like the, like, old-school government declassified files thing. I like the old yeah. cave drawings and the, like, yeah, those, those you know, so charm. ancient art. I think yeah. that stuff is all super of fun. All of these movies, all it really movies, is. All of these movies in this series have those opening montages of, like, the old footage of, like, Godzilla and King Kong. And they're always dope and so well-made and, like, immediately drop you in. You're like, ooh, cave drawings. Ooh, World War II. Yeah. Ooh, atom bomb. Ooh, God. And you're like, oh, I'm connecting the dots. And the other thing I want to mention about the opening title sequence of this movie is uh, Lance Reddick getting single card <laughs> above the title billing for literally <laughs> one, one line, literally I... two shots <laughs> in the film. I, I love that he showed up. I, I heard him and I'm just like, oh, my God. I, I, like, I didn't know he was in that movie. I was like, what the? <laughs> He Does has he have, basically I, just as many lines as John Goodman has in this one. <laughs> well, wait, I don't... John does he have Goodman, a line? There is one soundbite at the end of the title crawl where they're they're just, like, you know, playing soundbites and right. showing news clip, newspaper clips, and one of them is John Goodman from right. Skull Island. But does Lance Reddick oh, have a line, or does he just stand next to Kyle Chandler? <laughs> Lance Reddick has one line. Does he? Okay, Because okay. I, remember, I remember hearings yeah, of all that. That was literally what I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> right. Guardian. Yeah. We have to stop the Guardian. Like, We've evacuated the whole city in 15 minutes, just as you asked, Mr. President, or whatever, something, something like, like that. Something like that, yeah. Um, because that's what happens. So it's like either, the, a lot of this movie feels like they're like, okay, we're making Godzilla versus Kong. Let me just call every actor in Hollywood. And like anybody who says yes, just rope them in there. And that's step one of writing this movie. <laughs> Right. That's fair. They're like, okay, here are the the actors we have access to. Here's what their characters are going to be. Let's move forward from there. That's either that or I don't know. Kyle Chandler doesn't do anything in this movie either. And he like literally like they- has like less than a minute of screen time. I wonder if there was more of a B plot with Kyle Chandler that got cut or if he was just always going to be totally inconsequential. I don't know. <laughs> I it's mean, he's also one of the it. only carryovers, right? Yeah, from like the other movies. Yeah, which is strange. <laughs> um, I feel like everybody who got called for you know their quick cameos or bit parts in this movie uh, just did half the research and like, oh, Skull Island, Brie Larson, Tom Hiddleston, John Goodman, like. <laughs> Okay, sure. I'll show up to the Godzilla King Kong, and then nobody's there. It's like getting invited to a friend's birthday party, but that friend doesn't share your friends right. like you assumed. <laughs> right. Yeah. So you're just there with a bunch of new people that don't really act. <laughs> they don't get any of the jokes that you make, so you just kind of yeah. like there in the corner. And they're just like, "Where's uh, where's John Goodman?" They're like, "Oh, he died in that one." In, in <laughs> he also he got chopped in the seventies, bro. Years he passed ago. away four years ago. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, John, that's, they and already also, wrote John out C. half Riley, of their cast. Dead, uh, which is fine, mm-hmm. but uh, he died in a monster-related accident, but all the indigenous people died in, quote, a bad storm. <laughs> right. It wasn't one, even monster-related. It wasn't even monster-related. Uh, I mean, it's, I don't know, it's kind of implied that it's like, it oh, something's like wrong maybe with they the climate done of the something island. about it then. Yeah. Right, because well, it seems like there's like a okay, perpetual no, storm no, going on. It's not implied. No, they lit- it's one line. They They had one line to justify why there aren't any indigenous people in this movie. And it's because it rained too hard. It's so bad. They committed genocide (laughs) on their own (laughs) script in one line. The wind, we don't know what to do. (laughs) We can save Kong, but we just can't save all these people. I'm sorry, I I didn't catch any of that. (laughs) What was that? Can you say that again? Sorry, both both of you were talking uh, at once. I, I, I couldn't understand either of you. Sorry. I know, we were, getting, we're, we're just we're screaming heated. about the same thing, which is that <laughs> the indigenous people are killed off screen, not because of a monster-related incident, but because it, there was a bad storm. There is a right. line saying yeah, that. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, yeah, that it's, it's, is just awful. Because they saved Kong. Just have a monster kill him. <laughs> What I would do to fix that is A, I would not kill all of the indigenous people in the line. B, if you're gonna kill all of the indigenous people, what I would do is that you would have it be a monster related, because the whole thing is that island is full of other bad boys other than Kong. Mm-hmm. And so if Kong fucked up one day and he just like didn't couldn't save them, maybe King Kong lost a fight, and so these other monsters were able to kill all of his friends. It would explain why he's so protective of the one that's left, because it's like, oh, because he failed protecting the people he was supposed to that's... protect. And so now he feels like he is 
responsible yeah. for the one little girl. And they yeah, kind of say cool. that anyway, but for no reason because they all died in a storm. Yeah. Like, got, like King yeah. Kong could it had not have done it. Or if it was like... But he could have stopped a big bone it, shark. That would be interesting, too, because it would add some tension like, to like, oh, well, if he couldn't do that, what, what makes you think he could beat God? Is he going to be able to beat yeah. God? Yeah. <laughs> Or like, what if the storm or whatever was caused by God, like swimming <laughs> by or something yeah, like that, just so like that it was his fault, and then there's more bullshit, tension yeah. instead of like they're enemies because well they just have been, and that's they're, just the way it is. Just and so some strong. things will never change. <laughs> they're both just so strong, you know. They got they got to fight because they they're both so strong. Th- they feel it in their in their bones. <laughs> but, I, and then when when she's like, God was not the enemy. That has even more weight because she would have beef with God because her whole people right. they all died because of him. It'd right. be great. Yeah. And she's deaf maybe because of them too. I don't know. I think well, I think yeah, they're yeah, implying they that they were a, all like deaf. a big God scream or something. Um. I don't think it's implied they're all deaf. They just never speak. <laughs> okay. I mean, John C. Riley talked to all of them, right? Yeah. He he like talked to them. They understood him. Uh. So I want to talk about which, the theatrical oh, experience yes. of this movie. Did you have that? I did. Keisha and I oh. are both vaccinated, and we both went and saw fancy screenings. Fancy, what's it called? Premium format screenings of. God- versus mm-hmm. Kong. They gave you a ticket with your vaccine? Yes. Uh, Sweet. Yeah. Um, that's why deal. so many people are going to see this movie. <laughs> right, that's why it's grossing so well. But first of all, first things first, I have a bone to pick with Cinemark because uh, of all the premium relate. format <laughs> theaters in this world, you've got your IMAX, which is pretty standard across all different companies. AMC has the Dolby Cinemas, which have like subwoofers in the seats and like an extra big screen and like increased soundproofing and shit and just really good atmosphere. Lots of really great stuff. I went to Cinemark. This is my first time going out to the movies in Salt Lake City because I moved here in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm like, oh, Cinemark XD. That sounds pretty sick. I'm sure it'll be really cool. Maybe the it's XD like should have been a red flag. <laughs> exactly. So I paid like three extra dollars for it, and literally, it's like a slightly bigger screen. It's like a, a, and they're like physically there were a lot more speakers on the wall, but I don't think it was really much louder or better than any other thing. And I spent like four extra dollars on it, and so I just want to say, Cinemark, get rid of that fucking XD bullshit because it's nonsense. Okay, step it up, make it cool. Or get the fuck out of here. That That's first. One. Secondly, the things... as I Because I've seen a few movies since I got vaccinated. I've seen Nobody. I've seen a few movies. <laughs> I've seen Nobody with Bob Odenkirk, which fucks. I've seen Raya and the Last Dragon, which is pretty good. And now I've seen <laughs> vs. Kong. And those movies have made me realize that one of the, the fundamental things I, miss, I missed about the movie-going experience was uh, in Nobody... There's the scene where they cut to somebody in a hospital room and this woman behind me whispers to somebody in her family. She goes, that's his son. It was absolutely not his son. Didn't look anything like his son. Just hearing somebody behind you not getting the movie is a wonderful joy. But the other experience, the other experience is from God. 
versus Kong in which at the end of the movie, there's this moment where Millie Bobby Brown and Kyle Chandler are reunited and they have a dramatic hug and Julian Dennison says something that's not funny and Kyle Chandler gives the most spectacular line reading in film history where he just goes, yep. shut up, Josh. <laughs> yeah. And I yep. <laughs> absolutely lost my goddamn shit by myself in the theater and nobody else laughed and I had to just hold it in and cackle as silently as I could not trying to disrupt oh the experience of everybody else which is I think the most important facet of the film going experience in my opinion it really is <laughs> that, that was the exact experience of watching Venom in a packed oh theater oh my god oh Venom. yes and first our friend group was the only group laughing at parts when the theater was silent we would laugh no one else <laughs> in the theater is laughing at venom at the right parts like there would be a terrible joke on three. screen and everybody would laugh except for us uh it was such that was such yep. a moment in my life there was uh there was ready player one where he says you killed my mom's sister instead of the words aunt which exists <laughs> right. um and i laughed really hard in the movie theater not a lot of whole other people did, because uh, apparently that was a dramatic scene. Remember but. in Ready Player One, when Ty Sheridan is being beaten by his abusive father, and in the heat of that moment, he lashes out and calls his father a noob? Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> what? I brought that from my memory, jeez. Fucking noob. Oh my god. You killed my mom's sister. <laughs> It's just, it's just no relation. By a no relation. Program. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Uh, <sighs> ready player none. My theater like. going experience. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got zingers. What's up, Keisha? I What's learned up with your that um, through the pan through the pandemic, uh, I am old now, and I <laughs> literally <laughs> had to cover my ears. <laughs> while I was watching this movie right. because it was so loud. I'm so acclimated to watching a movie on my laptop. <laughs> oh, on your own with the, volume. With, yeah, and I'm like, ooh, maybe if I'm really feeling it, I'll put my AirPods in. <laughs> It'll be like surround sound. Get the full experience. And, you guys yeah. are making me furious because I would just love to go to a movie theater. <laughs> I know. And all you guys are doing is I complaining. I, I'm vaccinated, I'm too. loving it. I'm just, not complaining. I'm not complaining. No, it was I absolutely awesome. love every part of it. I'm complaining about my body being broken now. <laughs> well, yeah, He's no, I had the same thing. I can't handle loud. I get it. Like, my ears hurt after. <laughs> I can't handle loud things. And, like, it's. Yeah, I suddenly realized I was like, what? Like, I was like, I've been to movies my whole life. Why do my ears hurt right now? And I was like, that was easily the loudest thing I've heard in at least, like, 16 months. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you think, you think back on it and you're like, Oh yeah, I guess the next loudest thing I heard was when I sat on the remote and the volume went up too high on my TV and then I pushed it back down. <sighs> yeah. But oh my god, I'm so thankful to see giant go punch giant giant Kong in the face. Oh, hell it was yeah. it was the best thing ever. Oh, it was a perfect return to form. <laughs> Jackson, so, do you remember thank you. being a child and going to the zoo with our grandparents, our loving grandparents, and they took us to that thing, that SpongeBob <laughs> movie, 
that had like speakers in the seats and they would like move around and it was like SpongeBob 3D. Right. This time he's Spongier and he's coming at ya. Do you remember sitting next to me and the moment that that seat moved, me just screaming my head off? Yeah, you were out of there so fast. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like a SpongeBob episode. 4D. Except the volume is cranked, the screen is huge. And SpongeBob is screaming in your ears and moving your seat the entire time. So just like I think SpongeBob. I had to leave too. I think we all left after you flipped out. No, I don't no, think no, I got no, to no. have I it. I specifically remember Papa taking me out of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that's just what it's going to be when we get back to theater. Like, right? The second anything happens, You're like, I'm going to oh, scream. Oh, oh, I'm just going to bolt. Fight or flight kicks <laughs> like in. Like a six year old having a panic attack. <laughs> Um, I want to talk about Adam Wingard, who is the director of this movie, who I am not mega familiar with. He has a pretty on and off track record, including things like the Netflix Death Note movie, oh, Whoopsie-Daisy. Um, but uh, his his earlier work and his, you know, more more personal work has is very much... I was talking to Dan about this before we went on the air, but there's this movie called The Guest, which slaps so hard, which is basically... It's like, there's like that subgenre of movies like It Follows and like Drive that are like kind of vaporwave movies. <laughs> it's kind of one of those, but Dan Stevens plays like a, like a CIA assassin. <laughs> and it's about him like slowly, I don't even know how to describe it in a way that it like doesn't give away the twists and turns of it, but it's like vaporwave John Wick, even more than John Wick is already kind of vaporwave. <laughs> originally yeah and like it's very much like neon lights and colors and like old school like synthesizers on the soundtrack and stuff like that um and i feel like that is present in Godzilla versus kong more than i was expecting it to be a lot of the stuff where they're like looking around in the in the um mm -hmm the secret base or whatever is very like neon lit and there's a lot of different colors the score <laughs> that tom holkenborg score that's like really like sort of synthy and old school and like yeah even even like the big action sequence at the end like where they're fighting in hong kong where it's like all these like fictional buildings that are just like lit up different colors with just like these yeah, neon yeah. lights and these like synthesizers in the soundtrack is very very much the kind of thing that adam wingard likes and i was just really excited that he was able to get that kind of stuff in the movie because it rolls i love that shot when king kong like gets knocked down in hong kong and then he like sits up and he's got like the pink on one side of his face and the blue on yeah. the other side of his face it's just like ooh, pretty it's good stuff it's pretty that the whole movie pretty was stuff. honestly beautiful yeah no the the visuals oh, yeah. like i had gripes about some parts and like yeah does putting a giant supercomputer mecha pilot seat inside of the skull make any sense? No. Does it look cool? Yes, yes. it does. I want that he's to be my game. He's got three heads. He's got triple great. the brain power. Yeah. I want... We only got two of I them, I want though. that gear setup, man. Like... <laughs> Yeah. Oh, whatever. Uh, he only has double the brain power. Uh, it's still good, Adeline. It's still better than you got. <laughs> it's still better than Alexa whoa, or whatever, whoa, I guess. Whoa. <laughs> uh, they talked about I mean, artificial maybe. intelligence for like a minute, and I none of it stayed with me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, just like, stop. what are you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was just like, was Which is another one of those necessary? things. I think if this movie had no dialogue and no exposition, if you just, like, cut to the dude inside the Ghidorah skull with, like, his VR set up and he's controlling 
the the mecha Godzilla from inside that skull, you'd just be like, I don't know what that is, but it's sick as hell, and I kind of want to know more about it, and it would be exciting that you don't get to find out more, you know, rather than being like, oh, I it's mean, whatever the fuck they say. I, like, what would have been, I think, a little bit cooler if they had to go with that, uh, if they didn't go with my original Mechagodzilla idea. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. Is they shouldn't have just, like, electrocute killed the pilot. They should have had basically Ghidorah possess him into piloting the robot that. for that's, bad reasons. Yeah. That's a good that's idea. That's what I thought they were doing. Like, the ghost of his eyes kept like going nuts, right? Like they kept rolling back yeah. or whatever. Like they could they, they should have just had them. yeah, like yeah. haunted Ghidorah plus an AI would have been like really cool instead of just haunted Mecha Godzilla. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so here's like, it let's wasn't get even into... an AI story. It's just haunted. Let's get into Mechagodzilla. <laughs> I, I have a thesis to lay out here. Let's crawl all up inside him. So Everybody in? Everybody on good? this podcast, for those, for, for those uninitiated, on this podcast, there's been a long-running debate about a particular giant peach. And oh, you're going to whether... shoot me in the head. And whether or not it is a kaiju. <laughs> and one of it's the not. major one of the major talking points surrounding this debate involves Mechagodzilla. In which Adeline often argues that because Mechagodzilla is piloted by a human, a regular-sized human, that does not make it a kaiju. But what this movie posits is that this version of Mechagodzilla was originally piloted by a human man, but became self-aware. How does that... I just don't see how that fits I, in with your framework of reality, Adeline. Well, it, it is, s- this one is a kaiju. This one is absolutely a kaiju. It's literally haunted by the ghost of a kaiju and has its own. It has its own brain. It's doing its own thing. It's absolutely a kaiju. So you're saying that? But what about a peach that's haunted by the ghost <laughs> of a boy? <laughs> a peach it's haunted by the ghost of a rhinoceros. It's just inanimate, Keisha. <laughs> so it's Godzilla. Mechagodzilla. All right, guys. I'm pretty sure the peach was animated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. I don't think you. it was a real one. God damn it. Uh, God wait, damn it. so really quick, though. Isn't Ghidorah just piloting Mechagodzilla? Possessing. Well, is that argue the, ex- is the explanation? That makes it not a kaiju. It just makes it piloted by a kaiju. (laughs) But I think that's more of a kaiju than a kaiju being piloted by just a regular person. That's less of a kaiju than a kaiju being piloted by a kaiju. When did they say that he was possessed? I don't think they said he was possessed by Ghidorah. I think they just were insinuating that the energy... Oh, they didn't say it. It's implied. That's the thing. Making a robot sentient. I never got that. I'm a Tosh. Well, now, now we're getting into the, the debate of we'll a soul versus a mind, right? No, right, that's exactly. really not what I'm trying <laughs> to say. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, well, here's well. what I'm saying, Evelyn. You, what you're saying is that there's an arbitrary line between something being piloted by... It can be piloted by different things, and under certain circumstances, the same object, the same pile of matter can be a kaiju or not based entirely around the context of other things okay, around listen, it. Listen, listen, if you keep talking to me in this tone of voice, I'm gonna exit the Skype call. <laughs> Which would make me say <laughs> that I... Talk, if we are described... Here's the thing. The movie does not tell you what it's doing with Mega Godzilla. It does not tell you if it's possessed or if it comes to life of its own. If it, like, gains consciousness. I would argue... I'm changing my viewpoint now that we're, like... 
getting all the facts straightened out that this movie will not give us. Okay. I would say if it comes to like life, if it gets its own mind and just like gets animated, I would say that that is a kaiju because it is something that has a consciousness and is big and it's, is it's doing autonomous. Something. It has its own mind. Yes, so that is a kaiju. If it's being piloted by something, I would say it's not a kaiju. That's a kaiju fighter or whatever. If it's the ghost of a kaiju <laughs> possessing a big robot, I don't know what to tell you. I think that's a kaiju, and if you want to step to me on that, go ahead. All right, this is going to be an odd question, and I, I don't want to get laughed out of the podcast, but is King Kong a kaiju? Yes, absolutely. King Kong of... is a kaiju. Okay, you know what? I He's think my boy. whole problem is I think a kaiju is anything that attacks uh, the Eastern Hemisphere, and a monster is anything that attacks the Western <laughs> Hemisphere. Maybe it's a language I, thing. I think you have to look at which direction they spin in a circle. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When they like, flush the toilet, which way does it Which go? orientation I, do they always, write in? I always feel yeah. like a kaiju needs to emerge from the tides, and I don't see Kong doing that. But that's such a mm. weird arbitrary rule that but I was Mothra, just... In, I, I, in this franchise, they don't even say kaiju. They say titan. Right, they call them titans. Yeah. They do. So I think, I think it's because they've is, already had this debate. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they, they, couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't get anywhere with it. They were like, fuck it. Nothing's a kaiju. Because somebody kept saying, yeah. we have to put the giant peach <laughs> yeah. in this monsterverse. <laughs> and then they had to shut him up by saying, no down. more kaijus, titans only. There's no kaiju in this movie. Now that is... A and if you say kaiju, you are immediately ejected <laughs> from the film. Well, also, Jadora didn't come, like, technically was in a frozen ice cube, but was from space. So that is not emerging from the sea from either. The ah, I can't good remember. point. Yeah, Ghidorah the Explorer. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> space. All right, that's Whoa. it. Damn. And they're all, no. they're saying that all of these guys are coming from from Jess, Hollow Earth, I'm sorry, too. we need to so end the podcast where did the peach there. come Dan from? just won the podcast. He just, he did it. <laughs> yeah, he really did. Um, what other, because so, that's the I other thing about this movie that I think is interesting. And, like, this franchise, I think they're pretty much out of, like, well-known kaiju to use like the yeah, only other into the weird shit the, the only other one i could on name Ghidorah. would be like gamera <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and jet jaguar mm. and like other than that I mean, I we can I just get common writer in here and dino dog <laughs> is that one and clifford the big, clifford red, the big dog. Red, dog. <laughs> red dog maybe we just cross over the monster verse with the transformers verse oh Ooh. god Adelaide, oh, Adelaide, 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 oh Adelaide is Optimus Prime. Are kaiju. Okay, okay. Optimus Prime. The Transformers are kaiju. I would agree. Oh, I would agree that the Transformers are kaiju. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Okay. The, the, the they're the an Beast alien race. Versions of the aliens Transformers. Can be kaiju. Yeah, aliens can if be kaiju. If we're defining kaiju is a big boy, something that is bigger than it's supposed to be, and is fighting, it's bigger than a car is supposed to be. <laughs> I think I also assume That's that kaiju true. means purpose is destruction. Right. And the Transformers' purpose is not destruction. Someone's <laughs> yeah. destruction right now. Someone's a kaiju right Someone's now. Someone's upset. Uh, my cat threw a bowl. <laughs> Your oh, God. Dan's cat. Oh, she to King Kong. What's, what She's learning how to use What's tools. Your ca- <laughs> what is your cat wearing? A tuxedo? Uh, oh, has he no? got a little top oh. hat? Okay. Is it a little top hat? I, I own Is he top dancing on a railway? 
the Baron belongs <laughs> the Baron. to me. <laughs> Um, is he? Is it his turn to die so that he could go to cat heaven? I don't know what happens in cats. That's that's what are it. they doing? I, the cat returns and cat cats are the same plot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a handful of other things I have written down that are not like necessarily like big broad ideas that warrant a lot of discussion, but just like points I wanted to point out about the movie. I think like the visuals of the hollow earth on the inside are pretty cool. It's got a very oh, sort yeah. of like eighties fantasy novel kind of vibe that I really like. I was actually gonna bring um, that up. Yeah. yeah. What like, it, it, yeah. it feels like we've come full circle. Like, like my two cents on the movie as a whole. I'm like, oh, this is so stupid. Yeah, I have a lot of issues with certain plot holes, whatever, tropey things. I'm like, okay, cool. We're doing this bullshit again, whatever. But it was, like, fun. It was just dumb fun. But I do love that in this crazy big blockbuster film, we've come full circle. And it's like we went back to the 70s and 80s where science fiction, quote unquote, was really kind of just fantasy and weird excuses for, like, cool looking mountains and magic axes and shit. Like right. the, the whole yeah. sequence yeah. of Kong going through that that wilderness and then opening the door with the bloody hamper and shit. I'm like, this looks like it should <laughs> yeah, be yeah. on some '80s rock album. Like this should be album art or what something. The and then he gets the f- eight right. word for yeah. friend. <laughs> and then he got the fucking magic axe. I'm like, all right, I, I, it, this is just yep. this is just the '80s. And he like sits on the throne with his yeah. magic yeah. axe. <laughs> It's just yep. so sick. It's like an axe man of like a Godzilla spine with little to no so explanation. That that wasn't the last shot in the movie. That it wasn't him just sitting on, on the throne. throne. Yeah, it should have been. Yeah, it really should have. Um, one thing I would have really liked is if we could have swapped some char- characters around. I mean, just one like one big thing that I was just like, why didn't they do this? Is have Millie Bobby Brown and I uh, the the deaf child's basically hanging out and both basically arguing about which monster is better like the whole time (laughs) i think that would have been so fun because it's meta it's like when the in guardians of the galaxy 2 when a bunch of people are partying around baby groot and it's like the 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 fandom like (laughs) incarnate uh (laughs) like i i would have liked that it would have been cool to see like bernie not go to the place that he was already at like think about it every place that bernie goes is a place he's already been and he's not even like like uh i guess like uh what's the word uh he's he's not even like scared to go back like there's there's no reason for him to be like unhappy with his circumstance he's just like sure i'll go back right Um, it would have been cooler if like they put him in a new area if that was going to be his like general demeanor if he wasn't going to be reluctant then make him go to hollow earth and he could say something stupid like but i thought the earth was flat because he's not drinking fluoride (laughs) right right, right. so like (laughs) like it would have been like so much better but like we just got three of the same character on one end and then Mm. three of the same character on the other end like it was yeah. just it was so boring yeah. like mix it up a little bit um i but that's because the only real bad guy is money true. and they needed to uh, save that so save the money oh but he did do save the thing the money. where he's about to die and he says oh shit and then gets demolished <laughs> mm-hmm. love oh, that trope really- which i think is the, the unifier in this sequence of or this series of movies because whenever <laughs> someone's about to die like when John Goodman gets crunched, right? He's he, like, he does oh, say, shit. "Oh shit!" And I then, think. I think 
Which is, I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> I would say like right him. before I get crunched, but I probably just goes shit. I think. What's the line? And then he explodes. <laughs> He's like, uh, maybe I shouldn't dies. have. <laughs> maybe I should have been more explicit about what we were researching when we came here, so we could have taken more, you know, precautions when we were uh, exploring out here. That's on me. That's my bad. And then yeah, but it was an punched. allegory for the Vietnam War. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, Which yes, also. Yes. <laughs> That's what Nixon said too when he was resigning. He was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> and then he left. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then he got eaten by a giant pig animal. And, yeah, yeah. Rest in pieces. <laughs> Sad. I don't think he. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you don't think he died? I was gonna say I don't think conspiracy. I don't think Richard Nixon. Conspiracy. Got, Nixon's still alive. Got blown to pieces. He didn't, okay. He didn't get, <laughs> Yes, he did. I think he died in one piece for the most part. He didn't get he didn't get blown to pieces. He got munched by a skull crusher, Jackson. Of course, keep up. Um, Skull crawler. I was gonna do a bit that it's like that scene from the Joker where he goes, "You get what you fucking deserve." He shoots the guy, but it's Nixon, and I just don't know how to formulate it, so I'm just gonna put that out there. We can move on. Okay, just know. And then King Kong says, "I'm the Joker now." I am so upset. No, I'm the juggernaut, they, bitch. They established that A, King Kong is old, and B, that he has some ability to speak. Why didn't they have him say, I'm getting too old for this, right before he punches Godzilla <laughs> so in the good. face or something? Just, that would have been so good. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I also I want to point out... Um, We've done a lot of Rebecca Hall movies on this podcast. We've done Iron Man 3 and The Prestige and this now, which is just like more than most actors, which is fun. I like her a lot. I think she's super hot in that weird Ant-Man suit that they wear for most of the movie. Um, And the... um, Ants. In a way, but it's like, I don't know. I don't think anybody is really good in this movie, to be honest. No. 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 There are no Honestly, performances. Kong is it's not a movie for that. Yeah, Kong is absolutely yeah. the best performance in this he movie. He emotes more than anybody. <laughs> he does. Um, really do. It's true. That scene when he the the opening scene when he's taking a little shao shao and he's waking up yeah. and he gets mad. That's pretty fun. That's good that was times. A, that was actually a really nice dynamic scene. That was that was expectations subverted. Although I think it only existed because of that. Because I really don't understand why he couldn't have just lived on Skull Island still, and there couldn't have been just a facility on Skull right, Island. Yeah. I thought yeah. he. But whatever. Well, no, 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 no. That that's is the thing. Skull that's what Island, I'm talking about. There's a horrible storm on Skull Island that's raging all the time. That's why they had to build the dome around him to protect him, because otherwise he would have been killed by the bad storm. The the I the base is on. Skull put the Island. Dome ar- How'd they build it? But they put the dome around him because they didn't want Godzilla to find him. That's, That's also what they said. They're That's like, also if, we, if we release, if King Kong's out here, Godzilla will find him, but he couldn't, he never found him for 40 years. But now if we don't put him in this little robotic <laughs> tent, they're gonna fight. So then they fight in, in well, the middle of the ocean. Well, he wasn't up and doing shit the last 40 years. Yes, he, 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 but he, he's a man. He woke up in 2013 when Gareth Edwards told him to, Keisha. <laughs> Gareth Edwards told God 
Uh, yes. No, they woke him up when they were doing all the nuclear testing during the during the Cold War. That was the first time. And then the Mudos, and then the Mewtwo's woke up in 2014, and that's when it was like, uh oh, we gotta we gotta do something. The Golden Mask. <laughs> it's the Mewtwo's that started it all. Godzilla and King Kong were just hanging. He was. They never tried to fight in all of that time. He was sleeping. Godzilla was the sleeping. Mutos. He was, he was a, no, he wasn't. He was a Tai Tai boy for seventy years. You are incorrect. In between the fifties and no. two thousand thirteen, and when he no. wakes, and then he wakes up, and they're like, "Oh shit, we better deal with this Kong thing." So they go deal with the Kong thing and no. kill a bunch of native people. That's not right. That's not correct. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I stand by what I said. I'm more correct than you are. Okay. It's the Mudos. It's the Mewtwo's. Okay. That's what that's what got involved. Um, can I write? He was awake though. That's what they're saying. That's what Ken Watanabe said before he passed. Okay. <laughs> Ripping pieces. Uh, Adeline, can I wrap pieces. up the podcast, he or are you gonna make up. me read a creepypasta first? Hey guys, so something was really weird about my copy of Godzilla. By copy of Godzilla, I mean my HBO Max subscription. I recently bought a table from a hospital and it had the ghost of Kidora on it, and then it possessed it, and then it t- my computer turned into Mecha Godzilla. And then I poured some Kool Aid on it and it fixed it, but it was red Kool Aid, and now everything I see is red. <laughs> uh, anyway, welcome to Creepy Pasta Book Club. Today I have a short one. I was prepared. I knew that we would probably go okay. on. <laughs> Uh, this is a meta horror. I just, I just don't know if we're all going to be prepared for it. It's going to really be. I think it's under the category mind fuck. <laughs> so I think everybody just needs to kind of prepare and just like get ready for this. Okay. Usually, to read it. usually I read these. Do either of you guys want to take a swing at reading a creepypasta? Uh, I wouldn't mind. Okay, Dan. Yeah, I'll, we'll pass it. the buck to you. So what do I do? There's so a creepy. I sent the link to the Discord. <laughs> okay. And you just just read it. This is a bit we started doing in the last couple of months. Oh, I have to teach you how to read? Okay, so... um, You know the alphabet? Mm Mm-mm. Okay, so there's this thing. Have you heard of Q? The message. (laughs) Don't dismiss this outright as the work of some raving lunatic. There's some sense to this story if you'll just hear me out. Look, we all wonder if time travel is possible, right? Well, let me tell you something. It is. I'm from the future, (gasps) actually. I know you probably don't believe that, but seriously, I'm from the future. It's a really great thing getting to see the past, watching events unfold, stuff like that. We know more now than we ever would. Behind all the fun, though, There is a more serious aspect. We aren't supposed to go into our own lifetime, and we are never allowed to contact our past selves. Let me tell you, I'm breaking that rule right now. Yes, kid, you're talking to yourself. Oh, it's me! (laughs) Your future self. No, it's Dan. That's why he volunteered. He knew that he was I'm going to be executed for this, but you know what? I accept that. I'm preventing something by talking to you that is worse than death. Oh, fuck. I can't tell you outright what to do because the filters would catch it. (laughs) This is the closest I can get. Trust me. I can, however, send a little message. You should probably read the first word of every paragraph now. Oh, no. Original author, you. Um, okay. What's the first word of every paragraph? Look behind you. (gasps) Oh, no! Well, no, guys, it's, it's, 
it's me, so it wouldn't. It's behind you. It's oh, behind Dan. It's behind Dan. What's Thanks behind you? God. Okay, Jesus oh, I'm Christ! I'm not gonna I was look. So it told me not yeah. to look. Yeah, you can't. Look. Oh yeah. Do you want me to look? So you saved. Right, I'll, no, fine, Dan, I'll look. Does that mean that there's Dan, no COVID look. anymore no, or something oh, like that? Oh God, it's Kirby. <laughs> no. So now, so now you didn't fix whatever it is, and you're gonna get executed in the future. <laughs> so, yeah, that's well. you didn't fix anything. <laughs> That's problematic. If he dies now, does he get executed? You'd think that in the future, though? <laughs> You'd think saying oh. like phrases like "Let me tell you, I'm breaking that rule right now" would also get caught by the filters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the aforementioned the filters. Also <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you exactly what's going to happen because no. then they might execute me. You. <laughs> Dan, I'm I'm on your side, you from the future, because us now we don't know what the rules are. We don't know how the bylaws work. So yeah. you know, I think I I commend you and your future self. But maybe this is like a looper situation where if you die now, then nothing will happen in the and we'll be all fine and Bruce Willis will save us or something. Oh, so I don't know. Oh, so wait, future you's trying to kill so Dan? We can sacrifice <laughs> me maybe. to Kong right now. <laughs> If we sacrifice Isn't me to Kong future and Dan's the sacrifice trying to kill garage, past Dan? Well, uh, I'm so confused. I'm glad it's not me. Flash circle. All right, all right, yeah, all right. I'm really glad I didn't volunteer but, to read this. Game. God damn it! But uh, I clearly just forgot how to write in my old age. <laughs> yeah, you're well, you just, just learned how to read. So nothing personnel, kid. <laughs> and Trust no one, not even yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think we're about ready to wrap it up. Do you guys want to hear a one-star review of Godzilla versus Kong? Yes. Yeah. Sure. Uh, is it? Oh. Is it also from me in the future? <laughs> wait, 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 it wait. Sounds like it will be. Before we do that, everybody plug your stuff. Keisha, go first. Oh, okay. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we have a Discord if you'd like to join it. The link is in the description below. We're always talking on there, you know. It's a little throwback to the past with some Minecraft parody songs. A lot of Minecraft parody I never talk listen on to Minecraft. Discord. A lot of Minecraft parody. I never listen to Minecraft parody songs, but I have a lot of students who made me listen to them, and I've learned to love them through them. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at NoNerdsPod. Please vote for Mothra on our current poll. You can follow you can follow Jackson at Jeverpack. You can follow Adeline at Hollabackhorse, and you can follow me at Coda VH. I don't know. That's actually Dan, but also I forgot what it was. So you can follow Dan at how many people are me right now? I'm really confused. <laughs> That's the twist. I'm I'm Twitter. Twitter. Here's Dan. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm you from Why the future. <laughs> I'm trying to protect you from whatever's happening. I can't say it because it's illegal. It's behind me again. But I, it's bad. I look behind me I'm again. I'm going to get executed. Um, also, we need, a new, we need a new Discord link, apparently. That An keeps happening. One. Why? Because you have why to set it to not expire. I did is the thing about it. Oh, I don't know then. <laughs> um, <laughs> the thing about, thing about that, that is that I did is, do that. This never happens in the future. <laughs> well, it'll uh, be it'll be resolved really... soon. But for now, you can follow our friends uh, at their things that they're gonna plug right now. Uh, hi, this is uh, this is Coda from Ghidorah's Murder Garage, um, and I have this wonderful podcast called. Um, it's not my podcast and it's called, uh, 
the cosmonaut tabletop and that's related to the cosmonaut variety hour in a way which makes it better than the cosmonaut variety hour because you know the cosmonaut variety hour basically is just uh, a pool of spider-man hate uh we're the good part of it Uh, we're the we're the bright side of that coin and it is that uh we play a game uh that's uh tosh and i and some other folks on there and we uh act like people that we're not uh and it's entertaining uh i know crazy (laughs) but uh they've been doing it on uh, all the world's a stage they've been doing it forever since since kong could walk uh and he honestly speaking of performers you know that that kong guy um he is hot right (laughs) we all agree Kong, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Daddy Kong, yeah, oh the thread here, but it was an important question. <laughs> uh, I'm at Koda VH or Kadav or Koda out on Twitter. Uh, that's my uh, kind of nickname. So yeah. Uh, and then if you want to follow me on there, I promise I won't annoy you too much. <laughs> wow, low bar. And you might get End an HBO password speech. out of it. No HBO passwords. <laughs> I do not subscribe to the home box office. Not since they Usernames. ended John Adams. Uh, <laughs> John I'm, Adams. I'm still boycotting that was HBO. A stellar. Bring back John Adams. I need to know what happens to him. <laughs> Does he not die at the end of the series? Round out um, his character I'm arc. sorry. Are you insisting that non-fictional person John Adams is dead? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. That's I shouldn't have spoiled I it. I would have liked really to discover sorry. this on my own. That was shitty of me. I'm really sorry, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Spoilers <laughs> it's okay. for Godzilla versus Kong and for uh, John Adams. Just <laughs> yes, the played human by being. Paul Giamatti. So that will hopefully be the next yes. crossover, which is Paul Giamatti <laughs> versus yeah. Kong versus Godzilla, <laughs> all the same size. Yes. Tosh, do you want to plug any of your stuff? <laughs> yeah, can somebody else plug something um, before the, the order goes? It, like Dan, then John Adams, then Tosh. In it? Hey, in that story, alcohol was a solution. Ah, uh, true. It is, is, uh, Get it? Was, it's a I chemical was joke. Say, I was like, that's oh, a chemistry. Joke. That is funny. I, yeah. That's layered. It's a layered joke. Uh-huh. It's not a layered drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, it's Chekhov's gun in a holster, but it's not oh, a gun. People are getting gun. impatient in the chat. Oh my god! People are getting impatient in the chat. You gotta what go. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, my bad. I've been, I've been taking, I've been taking a minute. Oh, <laughs> let me just, uh, yeah. Hey, I'm Tosh. Think we're spiraling. Tosh uh, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch most frequently. Uh, and yeah, I'm also on Cosmo Tabletop with uh, Dan. You can find us on Twitter and all your podcast platforms if you want to listen to us do some fun D and D and also Star Wars D and D. It's great. Um, and yeah, and then actually, it's I, required. I stream every Wednesday on my channel at uh, Twitch.tv/tossdraws with a couple of my voice acting buddies, um, and we just do dumb games on Wednesdays at like 3 Eastern so you can come check that out and yeah I think that's that's it uh, oh and I'm on Find Us Alive with Jackson so uh, oh yeah should, I never plug that but yeah you guys should listen to that it's great <laughs> SCP shit so and yeah I think that's it there was one now <laughs> uh, what's that was that a dog uh, that was actually me hiccuping oh. I'm sorry <laughs> no, I should have should have um, muted okay <laughs> <laughs> 
extreme. So next week, <laughs> next week, tune back in. We're going to be uh, continuing with our Best Picture nomination episodes. We're going to be talking about Trial of the Chicago 7 with uh, Vi Huntsman of Collabs Without Permission. It's a good thing they said yes, because I think I said we were going to do that before I actually asked them. Oh, my God. Um, but it's cool. Nice. Nice. Spoiler for how many are at the trials. Uh, <laughs> but, well... I think and you'll where? be surprised when you watch the movie, Adeline. Uh, there's actually eight of them because one of them technically, <gasps> it's actually a real history fact, Adeline. There were eight of them. Uh, Damn, there's a lot of spoilers on this podcast. But So is. do you guys, to wrap up the show, do you guys want to hear a one-star review of Godzilla vs. Kong now? Oh, yeah. please, please, yes, absolutely. Please. Uh, this review comes from Letterboxd.com, and this person says, CGI vomit, bad editing, and awful dialogue. No idea why a six-year-old girl would be hanging around King Kong and not in school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Uh... It really did take a turn. Keep our indigenous children in. This movie is pro-alcohol and (laughs) anti-school? You guys, I got an email from the random woman who, like, must have found my like email address off of my work uh, like website and they were like I know that you work with the youth in town and I need you to sign my petition to ban Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion (laughs) from all radio stations because did you watch the Grammys with their wet ass pussies (laughs) it was so sexual and I didn't respond but I did check out their petition, and two people have signed it so far. Oh, hell yeah. So they're gaining traction. Gaining traction. <laughs> this is our time. <laughs> Ban pussies from the radio. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. The children. Think of the children. They need school they and not alcohol school. and not King Kong. Anyway, my name is Jackson <laughs> McMurray. King Kong is a gateway drug. King Kong is the... <laughs> First year skipping school for Kong. Wait, we gotta start over (laughs) because this is a mess. My name is Big Jackson McMurray. (laughs) My name is King Adeline McMurray. (laughs) My name is Keisha. Vote for Mothra in the poll roads. My name is Robot Godzilla. I mean Mecha Godzilla. I mean Coda. My name is Godtosh. And this has been No Nerds Allowed. Thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, It actually hasn't been that long of an episode. I thought we would go longer than this. It's cool. Uh, No. And yeah, that's the end of the show. And uh, perhaps near the end of the stream.